Every time, every time I hit record, I'm like, is this going to work? Yeah, it's going to be great. As it's recording. Okay. Abby was like, let me get a shot of this. I feel like I'm at Mariah Carey up in the studio. <laughs> I'm in my husband's man cave. He's a video game designer. And it's like, it's, it's no joke in here. It, so much equipment. She looks like a gamer. I, uh, I do. <laughs> Follow my Twitch stream. All right. Like, and subscribe. (laughs) You guys, Abby's very funny. So I'm glad that I get her on today because a lot of like what, well, a lot of what we do together is we're like independently dependent. So we just like, we work from afar, but we're always there. And, but like to actually sit down and record is impossible. And for example, this just took 30 minutes to figure out because her mic and her headphones were working. <laughs> that was my fault. I'll take the blame for that. But thankfully I have in-house tech support. So we figured it out and in-house meaning her husband. Yeah. Can you just tell them what he does for a living? Cause I think it's so cool and also very random. It is random for sure. He works for call of duty. He's a producer, uh, at infinity ward. So he is fully in the tech world. like, my house is just taken over by all kinds of machines. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's so like, random. It's like he has one of those jobs. You're like, wait, that's a job. Oh, he- for sure. Like when he first went to school, cause he got his degree in game design. It was like one of those things of like, wait, can I, can I really do this? Like it's always been his, his dream. It's his passion for sure. Um, I mean, he works like 20 hour days on call of duty and then comes home and plays video games like it's it's his life so it's uh it's really amazing and you know I'm very supportive of him doing what he loves to do yeah it's incredible yeah so okay so last week was the social media group call thing and we were going to record last week and then there's something wrong with the audio of course so I'm like fingers crossed but we were getting into this whole thing like TikTok trends we want to talk about Kim K there's like so many things I just I always I just want like to talk about Kim K just banter it's so hard to banter like by myself so I need <laughs> to like talk about all the juicy gossip like what's going on yeah that's like half the reason you hired me is to just yeah. shoot the shit so like, let's get into it <laughs> you like pop culture and diet Coke you're hired. Yeah, for sure. That was a whole interview. (laughs) Oh, wait, are you decent at social media? (laughs) No, no, no. But (laughs) you know, I actually, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I really was looking for someone that was like really good at social media. And you're, I mean, you, you're a quick learner, but like, I would say social media is your thing. I, I liked you so much that I was like, oh, we'll figure out. <laughs> I have other strengths that I bring to the table. All right. But yeah, social media, I kind of dabbled in previously at other jobs, but it wasn't like the main focus of my job. So it's, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's my strong suit either, but I, I have like a fair amount of knowledge of like back end stuff, but I worked mostly like in uh, doing ads and stuff on social media, not yeah. like organic posting. 
and but you're down to figure it out so that was kind of like where I was like you know what okay yeah I like her because we'll make it work I had told you that before I was like there was another girl that was like really really into and I'm quoting social media but I was like "Mm, I can't hang out with you every day there's no yeah she was a lot of talk (laughs) drive me crazy so okay anyway so we watched the new Kardashians yeah tell me your thoughts I mean I got goosebumps I got full body chills yeah I'm into it I love the Kardashians I love everything about them I love their new like it feels like they're just getting a fresh start and I want yeah, it. I want more like juicy more gossip. And, I, and like, I feel like this series is going to be like more what they are now, not what they were in like 2004 or whenever right. the show started. Right. I'm, I'm just here for it. I'm here for yeah. Courtney and Travis. Although like, okay. We get oh my it. God. Love them. I know. But like, we get it. You're in love we're kissing you're touching like we know I want to see it like I want to see them touch tongues like all the time that's I love it I'm here for it so happy for her I loved the thing where she was just shitting on Scott and her like her one-on-one interview oh yeah she's like like, that was she's like I I I gave him seven years years. yeah Yeah. and then like 10 before that like let's move on I totally I was like yes girl but okay one thing I did not realize is how short Travis Barker is that was alarming tiny person to me because I always I don't know his look and like the places that I've seen him before I always just thought he was a very tall like Jack Skellington looking guy but he's <laughs> he's so small yeah he is he seemed really really sweet though like oh my gosh not judge a book like, by its cover he seems so gentle and kind and just yeah. like, very nice very yeah nice. he's like obsessed with her which I'm all about I and love that me, don't get me wrong backtracking. I love PDA. I love PDA. I'm all about PDA. Like I love to be, I'm like always touching Spencer. I remember one of my friends was like, you guys are like always touching. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, why not? Because maybe there'll be a, a day when we're not always touching. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very, I'm very into it. I'm so excited, um, that there's like something new and fresh and like, I'm loving Kim K's new vibe. Love her, which is something I want to talk on, talk about because and I don't want to butcher it. Hoda. Hoda Kotb. Kotb. Yeah. Interviewed. And she's like on the Today Show. Is she still on the Today Show? I don't know if she still is, okay. uh, but she was for a long time. Yeah. She interviewed Kim K and it was like a quick 30 minute um, interview. And I was like, you know what? She doesn't really interview that often. So I was like curious what she had to say. Mm-hmm. And Hoda was like, you know, of course, I feel like everyone's on this train with Kim K. Like you're so in tune and you're so like relaxed and it seems like you're slowing down. And Kim was like, you know, yeah, that's what I'm enjoying in this moment, but I don't regret how I was before. And I like who I was before as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that made me stop and think, cause I was like, you know, I feel like too often people, when they've moved on from things, they talk about like, well, I've moved on or like, I'm a new person now, or I'm this, or I'm that. And it's like disregarding what happened before. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to like, no matter what phase of life you're in, like those phases matter each one of them. Yeah. You know? you, like you need to like appreciate them for what they are. Like, yeah. Like it just made, it was made me think about, I guess, like my own personal business, how it was even just three years ago before COVID it was like traveling. I remember I was supposed to be speaking at at um, a trade show in Dallas for the first time and like doing all of these things and like going to events. And that was my life at the time. And it was like very hectic and chaotic. And I was working on my business all the time, but that's what it was. And now 
I feel exhausted even thinking about that, but yeah. like, that was so fun. And I'm just not at that place in my life right now, but it's not even, it, there's no comparison. It's not like one is better than the other. They're just different. For sure. Yeah. And so, there's, I don't know if you have an experience like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like what, three, four years ago or whatever, I was working a nine to five. I was, you know, wearing my power suits. I was like full on in your hustle heels. culture in my heels. Well, I mean, I still wear heels everywhere. I wear heels, heels. to Target, but <laughs> she showed up the other day. I was wearing sneakers. She was wearing heels. I was like, good for you. Like you're like Jessica Simpson, Jessica Simpson's that girl. That's like always wears heels everywhere she goes. Yeah. I think my feet are just shaped like that. Now, when I go back home, like to the farm, I'm fully in my heels, just like <laughs> climb. I just pictured, you remember Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, how they had that show like on the farm. Yes. That yeah, is very much my upbringing. And <laughs> when I go visit my, my mom, that is exactly what I would it's like. In Northern California picture. though. Let's be clear. It's not like Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's, uh, California is so but weird in that it's like Northern California, certain pockets are like very, they feel very country. Oh yeah. Yeah. I come from, it's a like small farming community. There's like 900 people in the whole town, but what's the town called? It's called Linden, California. You can Somebody Google it. listening's probably from Linden, California. Oh my God. I hope so. If you are email me, we can talk shit about it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I had a very, like, um, a very work focused, like hustle, hustle. I was going after promotions and like that, that was my life. And then, you know, pandemic baby, all of that things change, but I, I loved that part of my life for a really long time and I don't want to go back to it, but right. You know, but I love this part of my life. I mean, yeah, it's like a, the grass isn't, isn't greener on one side or the other. It's just, I agree. You know, I love being able to be a mom and be home with Nate and to be able to work with you and do things that, cause I, I mean, I love what I do and I love that I still get to do that, but I also get to do home and mom life. And it's, it's, you know, it's great now. It was great then. And yeah. I just have to appreciate each phase for what it is. And I think like, I mean, I, I tend to slip into I don't know, maybe not feeling guilty, but feeling like, should I be working more? Like, should I be home more? You know, but I, I think just, you know, just appreciating each stage for what it is, is important. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I don't think you could be any, I don't think you could be home more than you are right now. So yeah, that's definitely not it. <laughs> maybe it's like, should I be working more? But truthfully, what I feel is like when it comes to kids, I don't think anyone would regret like, oh, I wish I would have worked more. Oh yeah. You know? 100%. So that's what yeah. I always feel like when I'm feeling down or like when I'm feeling like I'm not moving at the pace that I was moving before is I'm like, wait, I'm very lucky. And I, of my, my kid is my number one. That's Oh it. yeah, absolutely. I mean, do I, mean, I want to be like running? Well, I don't want to be running a corporate company, but like, do I maybe wish that like things were happening quicker? And I'm used to like, I'm a very results driven person. So when I'm not seeing results, like I used to, it's intuitively like a failure. Yeah. But then, then I have to like snap back out of it and realize, wait, no, no, no. Now we've got a kid involved and that takes precedent precedence. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, once I like three years ago, once I started feeling really burnt out with the corporate life, I mean, all I wanted was to be able to be home more and, you know, we, 
were really wanting to be like more settled down and start a family. And so I just have to remind myself in those moments where I was like, where I feel like, oh, I should be, you know, I should be, you know, dominating a corporation or whatever. It's like, I have to remember that this is everything I wanted three years ago. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's all good. Every, every stage is different and good and, you know, nothing is permanent, you know, maybe in a few years when Nate's older, I will be, you know, running the world. Who knows? Probably yeah. not, but I have the option to, if I I'm want too to. tired to run the world. Oh Thanks. God. I know it sounds exhausting, <laughs> <laughs> but it is so true. It's, uh, and things are sacrificed. And I had written these, this in my notes that I cannot find on, which I'm like, so surprised why I can't find the notes because I've got four pads of paper in front of me. Yeah. So super uh, weird, super weird organized like, system. You have it there. is organized because I'm like, okay, I'm done with a pad. Now I move on to the next, but yeah, anyway. So, but, um, I don't want to say sacrifice because sacrifice always feels like a bad thing, but I remember having a conversation with Spencer. Cause I was like, ah, I feel like stuck. Like I want to be working mm-hmm. more. I want to be with Jude, but my business, I need to like, keep it going. And he's just like, you have to accept that you, you are giving up some things, but they're not bad things, but you are having to make a sacrifice for our family. Yeah. That's just what it is. And Mm -hmm. like, we made that decision together, you know, but for sure. Right. It's like, when I feel like I'm getting off track, I have to be like, wait, just like you said earlier, like the, the whole point of me being home here is so that I can work a little bit, but also be right here mm-hmm. with her. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's doing work in my backyard. Um, and so I just have to remind myself of that so that I don't get frustrated of like, you know what, this is what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, for you sure. Know? And there's this, I feel like we talk about this a little bit, but there's just this constant, like inherent mom guilt that follows you no matter what you do. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, we've talked a lot about like, you know, all the stigmas of like, when you have help at home and stigmas, if you're working stigmas, if you're staying home and it's like, you know, there's no easy way to do it and you can't win no matter what you do. Really. There isn't. And I, we had dabbled on that uh, topic. Cause I was like, why is it that people, and no one's really doing it, but like, why is it that people are like, Oh, you have help at home? Like, mm, must mm-hmm. be nice. But why is someone hammering right now? <laughs> okay. But if you have, you hire someone for your business to help you, people are like, oh, good for you, girl. Yeah, like, you've made yes. it. like you are a girl boss, you know? And it's like home life is so much harder than work life. Like yeah. being at home with a kid and then like cooking dinner and cleaning, doing all those things. Like you need backup. You need hands, right? We need, oh, like, yeah. we need support, which is why you and I, like we, we have part-time help. It's not even help. It's like, I need an extra pair of hands because oh, I'm doing sure. this and I'm like playing with Jude, but then also like hoops needs to be walked. This, this dog needs to be walked like four times a day. That's a part-time job in itself. Oh yeah. So it's like, this is like, you can't, you really can't do it all. And my number one priority is making sure that I'm a, a, an amazing partner to my significant other. Mm -hmm. So if I am like trying to do all these things and he comes home and I'm like, want to rip my hair out, that's not fair for him. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I just think like wherever, however you can get help, get the help. Like, I know, I mean, try and be superwoman. 
Yeah. I mean, they say it takes a village for a reason. And like normally people, you know, you have family around or you have help or whatever. It looks different for everyone, but like you and I don't have family close by, so we have help, but I mean, yeah, we're like fully riding solo really because, yeah, because our husband, something were to happen. Yeah. If you something were to happen, like where do we don't have somebody that can, we can just grab to come help us. Yeah. We can't just drop the kid off at grandma's or whatever. Right. And our husbands both work, you know, demanding jobs. And so it's like, we, we got to make it work. However, we got to make it work. And for us, that means having help and, you know, people, people are always going to be weird about whatever you do. I saw this quote that was like, your, your work expects you to work. Like you don't have kids and your kids expect you to parent, like you don't have a job. And it's like, it's, it's true. And it's, you know, it's a constant juggling game for sure. Right. But it's also like one of those things where it's like, it just is what it is. You know, when people are like, I don't know, like, oh my gosh, I have to juggle it all. It's like, that's just like what life is, you know? So yeah. I you just like, make it work. That's why I don't really dabble in like mom talk too much. Cause I'm, I'm a big fan of moms, like shout out to moms, <laughs> but like everybody has things going on. It's not oh, yeah. just, and sometimes I feel like I, and I want to be careful with what I say, <laughs> but sometimes I feel like the mom community can be a little like the worst. Mom, oh, well, like only mom. I'll say it. I won't be careful. You know, like, and I, do, and there's also community women that are not moms that are not like that, but I just want to be like, I always, I always like to be neutral, you know, like yeah. moms have it hard. Uh, dads have it hard. People with no kids have it hard. Like everybody, everybody's juggling in their own way. So oh, yeah. I, I don't need like, a, I don't need a badge of honor. That's like, I'm a mom now. And so that's why I am like resistant to like, I don't get into mom stuff too much. I'm not like, oh my God, I have to juggle Jude today and the business. Like, I'm just, I still want to be me, you know? So I don't want to be like totally identified by like, I have a baby now. So anyway, let's just like, I'm with you a hundred percent. I think the mom culture can be like really toxic sometimes. Like you don't like, have you seen those memes that are like, Oh, you're, you're 20 years old and ordering your Starbucks. Well, I'm a mom and I was up all night. So get to the back of the line, like congrats, I guess. Like, yeah, see, I'm not down for that. Yeah. I'm not down for that. That's so stupid. I think everybody has, it's like you, you made the decision to become a mom. So like, great, that's amazing. And guess what? I'm 20 and I'm not being a mom right now and I am getting my Starbucks and guess what? I was up all night too. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And yeah, I mean. If you don't want kids, if you do want kids, if yeah. you, you know, if you want to be married, if you don't want to be married, Live just your life fucking do what works for you. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm actually, I mean, you got married young, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm personally so, and everybody's different, but like, I'm so glad that I found Spencer at this age because I dated, you know, a quite a, quite a good amount of people throughout my twenties, but like huh. I was in no shape to become a wife then. And I just feel like when I met him, I was like in the most solid space, like mindset. It just like personally, I was like, I felt like I was in a good spot. So I think, you know, it's rare that you like find your person in your twenties. If you do great for you, like you did, my best friend has been married to her husband since they were 19 and like legitimately they're a rad couple. Yeah. It doesn't happen often where it's like 
you really found someone that's like your person, you know, like, it's Oh no, hard. I, I acknowledge fully that I was super lucky. I was 17 and I was like, all right, I'm calling it. Like That's great. <laughs> and that's crazy. And that's so cool. My cousin yeah. actually is the same way. Her and her husband been together since they were like 14. Oh wow. But like they're the coolest couple ever. Like I, yeah. they could never be with anyone else. So, right. and like, that's really how I feel about Spencer. But I, ha- I met him at 33. 33. Mm -hmm. So it was like a little bit later. Um, anyway, so I'm going to stop this really quick because I want to see who's hammering and I don't want, because I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it. So yeah, go for it. Okay. So I opened my window and I was like, excuse me, do you mind not banging whatever you're doing? I'm trying to record something. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, I'm actually done. And I was like, told that you're so brave. I would have just been like, okay, just sorry. Sorry that I'm Yeah, I have no shame. You know why? Because I've actually been dealing with contractors and I feel like such an Uh, an adult saying that right now, but, um, shout out to anyone dealing with contractors for anything to do with a home or your business, because I've never had to deal with it. I've never been a homeowner. So we're like, yeah, we just want to replace some grass in our backyard. And we have a hillside that's covered in Ivy. And all of a sudden it just, everything died. We have no clue why it just everything died. Oh no! And we're like, okay, well, we just need someone to come in and do it. No, it never ends up being like just replacing the grass and just replacing the Ivy. It's like, oh, well you need a new sprinkler system and you need this. And then like they finish something, but it's not complete. And I always go back to like taking clients in the room, customer service. And I was telling Spencer, I was like, I'm so upset because these guys like where is their customer service for one? It's terrible. And the follow through is terrible. There's no organization with contractors. There's no communication. Everything is blurred lines. It's all blurred lines and coming from, you know, a customer service based industry and like always being a waitress and always dealing with clients. I was like, this is so wrong. And I finally like got really upset with one of my contractors. Cause I'm like pretty even keel with lots of things, but I was mm-hmm. like getting really mad. Cause I'm like, look, you're, you're just demanding money and you're not, you're not giving me any paperwork that shows why, what you're spending the money on. And I know this isn't all contractors, but everything's just very gray. And that's just, he's like, well, this is just how I work. And I said, okay, well, you know, I've been in this industry for X amount of years. Like this isn't how you do business with people. And I just didn't like the way I was being talked to either. But anyway, it's just been a lot of like, oh, we finished the job. I'm like, that tree's crooked. Like, what do you mean you finished the job? Or they poured, we restoned um, a part of our backyard and I walk out front and they had poured this excess cement water just on our front yard. And there was like old French fries in it. So somebody (laughs) had eaten McDonald's that day and I'm really jealous. And then they just dumped their French fries with cement water on the side of our house. And they probably thought "Mm, no one's going to say anything. And mind you, our front yard, our grass is completely dead. doesn't matter though. In what, what frame of mind are you in that you think it's appropriate to do that ever? Yeah. Like you just dumped your trash on our front yard. So I called the guy. I was like, Hey, your guys left cement water here. And he's so embarrassed. The con like the head guy, he was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, you know, I don't want to, I don't like to speak up like that, but this is not okay. And he's like, no, you're hundred percent right. So anyway, that's where my balls come when it comes to things like that. Like I'm yeah. always so polite, but it's just like, I don't understand where people are coming from when they do things like that. And it goes back to, I always think about 
the beauty industry, taking clients, being a waitress, like have common sense. Like, does oh, yeah. that seem like the right thing to do when you're done with your day? Should you leave all your crap all out, uh, over the counter? When you see that the trash is full, should you leave the trash for someone else to do? Like, no, these are things that are instilled in you from a, being a small child and it's like <laughs> working, you know, as an adult that like, yeah. you, you step up and you do those things and you, and it's not even going above and beyond. It's like, it's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Just basic. Yeah. Like, how do you keep clients? Like, you know. How do they, how are they getting people? It's so weird because in the, in this world of, um, backyard renovations and front yard, like there's such a demand, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like, it seems so ass backwards to me. Like they should be busting their balls to get our money. But the reality is that they're like, "Eh, maybe we'll be there Wednesday. Well, actually Wednesday doesn't really work. So I'll be there next week. And I'm sitting here. I'm like going crazy. Cause I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I'm, is that like their strategy? Like, are they playing, are they doing like, I really, truly think from what I've heard, that's how most contractors work. It's like, maybe they'll show up. My cousin's getting her pool done. They've been working on since last year, Oh my God. which sounds crazy to me because I, again, going back, I'm like, okay. So if I were lashing and I was like, Meh, I'll do your lashes next week. Oh, wait, no, I can't. Sorry. Like maybe yeah. I'll do. And then, or I just like triple charge. I'm like, well, it's $500. Well, why yeah. I just, you know, just like put a couple extra lashes here and there. Like, don't worry about it, but that's, this is the price. That's kind of how they have been acting, you know, it's wild. So anyway, um, but yeah. So what were we going to talk about specifically today besides like the tick? Oh, we we're going to talk about TikTok. <laughs> we had so many ideas, so many things that we just like, we talk about and then Lorena, you're always like, no, 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 stop. We're going to save that for the podcast. I know. Oh, there was one. We driving. Oh, we were driving <laughs> to the wing and this guy we're, pu- we're pulling up to the crosswalk. And I was like, don't you love when you're, you're about to pull up to the crosswalk and someone's crossing it and they like, look at you like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, oh, I'm walking, you know, like you're going to just like speed up to 80 and crash into them. And then you said, I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm walking through, I look at him. I'm like, if you're going to hit me, then just fucking hit me. Just, (laughs) just do it. What do I care? I'll get that settlement money. Just hit me. So Ugh. funny. It's just, I'm sure anybody who's listening is like, you, you know, when someone's pulling up to a crosswalk, when you're walking in the crosswalk, you look and you're like, do you see me? You know? Yeah. And then when you're I'm like, dri- no. and then when you're the driver <laughs> and someone does it, you're like, I see you. I, I see you. It's a red light. Don't worry. I'm not going to plow into the crosswalk. We're good. So that was one of them. And then the other one was like the funny, the funny reel. Like, okay, you guys, reels are so ridiculous. Like they are right. But lean into them. If you have that type of personality, like I wouldn't say that I'm ha ha funny, but I have dry humor. I don't know. How would you describe my sense of humor? Uh, I've never asked someone this question, but I'm so curious. Like, (laughs) do you think I'm funny? (laughs) Oh, we're doing this publicly on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me how great I am. (laughs) Again, Lorena, it's the third time you asked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about that? Like Celine Dion reel? Yeah. That like yeah. perfectly sums up like our relationship. Yeah. Like, okay. But no, I'm actually curious. Like what kind of humor do you think that I have? Is it sarcastic? Yeah. It's like humor? sarcastic, like dry humor, kind of like mine, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Am I funny? Are we doing this both ways? I think you're very funny. 
but Spencer doesn't think I'm funny. He says I'm getting funnier, but like, is it me? Am I rubbing off on you? Making you funny? No, I always argue. I'm like, (laughs) I am funny. You just don't think I'm like, I'm, we're different. He's a different kind of funny than I am. Like he's like, he, he's actually very hilarious, but, uh, I'm funny with my friends. Like, and I'm funny with him just in a different way, but, uh, no, these reels. I'm like, I see this stuff. I'm like, okay. I always want to know like who, for one, who has the time for that? Because when I do a reel, I actually do it in like under 15 minutes. I'm not, I'm not doing outfits. Like, yes. Could I have made, you know, some reels that I've done better without the changes and like props? Absolutely. But no one has time for that. But then I see these ones. I'm like, these are hilarious. It's like this woman. And it's like, her husband is like the one with the leaf blower blowing her hair in the wind to the Celine Dion song. And like, he's like jumping under like underneath the shots and I'm just dying laughing. (laughs) People are obviously making fun of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you're just having fun. So if, if you're that type of person, like, and I can do funny things like that, it's actually, I have a harder time doing like the more serious ones of like, check me out in my like new blazer. Like that feels uncomfortable to me to like be, I wouldn't say sexy, but like, you know, there's like those really cute influencers that do like the cool outfit changes and they like are showing off their body. Like I, that's yeah. Like you don't want to take yourself that seriously. No, like I would rather be like, I'm going to poke fun. fun. Like the one I did the other day of like, I'm working. I saw that. Yeah. One yeah. In my that feed so and I was good. like, I'm doing that right this second. And it, it was, was just perfect. so good. It was like the person's like, Hey, what are you doing? And, and then the other person's like, I'm working. It's like, it doesn't look like you're working. I promise you I'm working. And I was like, this is so accurate. You nailed that one. That was so good. It but yeah, like you're, organically. you're kind of like poking fun at yourself. You and have just, to. Just having fun with social media. Like it's not that serious. I know. I know. It's like, you might as well, I don't know if you can lean into it, but I will say sometimes and we always go back to social media, which is just like, it's a part of my life um, and a part of your life. But they don't need to be so kitschy. Like if that's not your thing mm-hmm. and you always want to, again, go back to what is the takeaway from it for mine? They really are to like get engagement within our industry, right? You know, I'm not necessarily trying to get a client from that. So if I were trying to get a client from a reel, the reel would look a lot different for sure. You know? Yeah. So it's just like always keeping in mind, like those funny ones, they're really just supposed to be for entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Like your clients like to be entertained. So it's, it's a form of entertainment. However you want to do it. If it's a funny reel, great. If it's like, you're, you know, showing them a decor tip, great. But, um, yeah, I think what I do see, and you, you probably don't see as much cause you're like not wrapped up in the world, but I see a lot of like client shaming ones. And I don't know if you've seen, Oh those. yeah. You know, yeah, just totally. the ones that like, I get it's supposed to be fun, but I don't ever do those because, or it's like, you know, when a client shows up late and like, okay, haha, that's funny. But it's, if clients are what you're trying to get, like that might be a little off-putting. It's a little off-putting. Yeah. It's a little, you know, like, okay, somebody could laugh about it, but I'd be like, "Hmm, okay. Um, so just something to think about is like, always be mindful of who your audience is and just like have, have boundaries, you know? And if you don't have boundaries, great. Uh, I give people actually a lot of props that don't, and I'll say someone specific, the Dallas esthetician. And I know you're not in this world, Abby, but you should go look at her Instagram. I'm going to go look at her Instagram right now. And I'm actually hoping to have her on the podcast. Um, and I will say, I messaged her and I said, you know what? (laughs) 
you and I have very different personalities, but what you're doing is really great. And I want to pick our brain because I really respect people that I can like see are doing something that maybe others don't Yeah, um, just from like a marketing standpoint. So I'm just giving her a shout out right now, but she has, she, it looks like she doesn't give a, you know what? And I think that's actually really funny. And her husband gets in her reels. And for me, if Spencer was like down to hop in one, like maybe I would, but he would never, he just would never. So, um, I just think it's great. Her, her reels are really funny. They're, they're ridiculous and like, she doesn't care. And I think that that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like knowing going into your social media, like knowing what you want to say and what you want mm-hmm. to accomplish. And then just always going back to that, like with that, with every post, like if you are, just trying to like be funny and have a good time and like poke fun at clients with other estheticians, then like, that's great. Yeah. If you're trying to get clients, you know, your posts will be different, obviously. So just knowing like what your, what your quote unquote mission statement is going into this, like what, what are you doing here? Well, and also knowing your personality, you have to know your personality because it will not be authentic if you get on and try to be something that you're not. Oh yeah. Could you imagine if we like did some of these reels that we sent to each other, oh <laughs> it would God. be a nightmare. I know. I know. It's like, I always have a plan. I'm like, Ooh, these look fun. And then it never gets done, but yeah. Uh, hopefully I can get her on. You'll have to like scope her out a little bit. And I will say, uh, I was talking to a coaching client about this, the Dallas esthetician. It doesn't matter what day it is. She always posts about this water fruit infused water that she makes for her clients every work day. Oh, and it's wow. how she starts her stories. Yeah. And it's kind of similar to like how I share my morning coffee. It's something mm-hmm. that someone can look forward to. It's very simple, but people always are like, Oh, her coffee. Oh, you know, the fruit water. So I think it's very smart that she shares. Yeah. What? It's like a signature. It, it's almost like an earworm. Like yep. now, you know, you're going to think of her, you're going to associate that with, you know, which her special into, fruit which water branding, right? Yeah. Fruit absolutely. Water is always it's like strawberry mint or like pineapple, whatever, but she always posts that. And then she always posts her schedule for the day, like what her schedule for the day is. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should start doing that. So anyway, that's to me, that's an influential person, right? Yeah. Doing something. And I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. I'm influenced by them. So, uh, you guys should go check her out and go check out her stories. And like, just how she, I would say how she does her stories is really great too. I'm not actively in the treatment room. So my stories are not like that, but I offer, you know, other types of resources through my stories beyond taking clients. I feel like if you're taking clients and you're looking for tips on like actively being in the room, you're not following me for that. Right. Like you're following me for other things. So, um, anyway, but, um, what I really wanted to get into was speaking of that is like client retention and just like building trust Mm -hmm. with your clients. Now I'd be curious to know your thoughts because you're not in this world, but right, I am like but, the client perspective. I'm the other yeah, side of things. Yeah. Or if you were, if you were in my position and you, mm-hmm. or you were in an esthetician lash artist position, like what's something that you would think would be very, very important for like keeping a client. And it's not it's not those like on paper things, right? It's like that intangible thing that somebody has that just like hooks someone. Yeah. For me as a client, it's always like honesty. I don't want to go in somewhere and say like, 
oh, I want to have this done and they'll just do it. Like I prefer, you know, someone that will say like my hairstylist is really great about this where she's like, okay, this is not going to look good with your face shape. What if we do this instead? Or like, you know, these lashes are going to look insane on you because you have such like small features. Let's try this instead. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like I get trust from that honesty and that not just like, you know, doing whatever I say to make a quick buck. You know, I really, I really value that, um, that honesty and taking into consideration, like it just shows that you care, you know, for me walking out the door, what, you know, what I'm going to look like and what, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's that sense of honesty, that caring about, and that like taking the extra minute to like, look at my face and see what's going to work and not going to work. And like, it's really, that for me is so important. And like, that's what, that's what keeps me coming back is when I feel like I can trust that they're not going to send me out into the world looking like an idiot. Yeah. I think that definitely sets you apart as an artist is taking the time to really study someone's face because Mm -hmm. I know for just places I've gone to, um, you know, with lashes or brows, it's like, okay, lay down. And then they just start going. Yeah. And I think the, that extra step of, Hey, let's sit down. Let me look at what's going on. Let me see your face head on, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Maven artistry, who's a lash artist educator. She creates beautiful products. She's the one that put the freebies in our Mm -hmm. um, club. Yeah. She's like, everything she does is impeccable and she does it all like herself with her husband, which I love. It's like very in-house, you know? Um, but she has like a face. I don't know if she still has it, but I did her face studies course and it was all about like lashing, but actually lashing according to their face shape mm-hmm. and the, like the shape of their eyes. And it was something I wanted to take because it was different than just like a lash course. So yeah. I don't know if she still has it, but that's something that's like really important to take as an artist, whether it's like brows or lashes or makeup, like you should know face shapes and you should know that lashes that look good on me are not going to look good on Abby, you know? So yeah. Um, it's I do such think a that's skill great. and it shows, yeah, it just shows that you, you know, you know what you're doing and that you, you care and that, that really builds trust for me. Right. Um, well, if you were to ask me <laughs> what my thing is, <laughs> Hey, Lorena. <laughs> yes, Abby. What, what do you think about, about all this? <laughs> what, <laughs> I mean, I've always been a big, like, it, my biggest thing is and I say this all the time to Spencer, it's like reading a room to me, like the greatest friend, the greatest partner, the greatest, like, you know, employee, whatever, whatever it is, knows how to read a room. And what I mean by that is like, you can read someone, someone's energy. I can look at your face and I know what you're, maybe what you're thinking or feeling, or I can like read your body language And I can tell that maybe you're not like super in it today. So, okay, maybe I can adapt a little bit to you within reason. Um, Maybe that's just like me personally, how I am as like, that's something that I do with others. I just, I can tell, like you can tell when someone, you should be able to tell when someone doesn't want to have a conversation when they want to be quiet during their, their Mm -hmm. treatment, when they don't want to hear about, you know, your weekend that you just had, like pick up on those cues from clients. And I really feel like that's missing a lot in our industry. 
Yeah. Is that people really are just talking and aren't paying attention to like their clients' needs and wants. Yeah. So for me, that's a major one. That's a good one. I just feel like I've always been really in tune with like other people's like energy Mm -hmm. and, um, maybe to a fault and just like their moods, how they're feeling. And I usually, if I were to like analyze myself as a therapist, it's like, I feel like I'm, I adapt easily because I was always just like bopped around as a kid and was always like oh. around adults and was always moving. And I had to make new friends every single yeah, I have to assimilate. year. So it was like, I had to learn how to like read, read the room basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that's a really good quality to have as a service provider. Like, yeah, I you agree. know, you, you should know when your client's like, not today, not today. I don't want to oh, yeah. like if you're getting your hair done and it's a four hour appointment, let's limit the chatter. <laughs> You know, oh yeah, like, I'm never. I, I'm not a chatty person in general, and so yeah. So I'm just like, if somebody's talking my ear off or asking me a million questions, I'm like, I will shut down so mm-hmm. fast. Same, same. And some people are just like that, and some people want to talk and use their, you know, their well, last. Some people love to talk about as, themselves. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I actually don't. It makes me very uncomfortable, which is weird because yeah. I have a podcast and like my Instagram is like my face plant plastered everywhere. I mean, yeah. if you didn't know me, you'd be like, this chick is very indoors, <laughs> but it's really not like I, it does not make me, I'm uncomfortable by it. It's just, yeah, it's an accidental thing, but, um, yeah. So that's one of my things. Um, I had some other tips that I'd written down that I thought that these are just like, to me, it's like goes beyond like show up on time and, you know, make sure you take at the, the right courses and, you know, mm-hmm. use the right products. Like to me, it's your presence. So the moment that somebody walks in is like, you are a comforting presence. You are relaxed. Yeah. Inviting. You're not on edge. You didn't have nine cups of coffee. You like know how to welcome someone into your home and make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really do believe can make or break you in an industry. If you don't have that inner competence to like, know how to take care of a client, clients can feel that. Yeah, definitely. You know, like think about if you were to walk in for service and someone was like, Ugh. yeah. Or like, you know, bringing your bad day into my appointment. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just have always been, you know, very much like, okay, we've got a boundary. And you're not going to know about like certain things in my life. You're not going to know when I'm having a bad day because Mm -hmm. you as the client deserve more than that. And you're paying me to take care of you for an hour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not paying me for me to tell you about my boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, um, and then to go off of like more things that I'd written down, it was like the flow of your services, like, and I thinking, thinking back to when I took clients, there was definitely days where it was like, why didn't I just do the same thing in the same order every day? Mm-hmm. Like I always had to switch it up, you know? And yeah. there's just something to be said for like, you greet them, you have them lay down, you do the, you analyze their fate, then you have them lay down again. And then you do this, 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 and yes, you customize it, but you stay on track. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just like, sometimes I just like to go rogue, but there'd be days where I'd like skip a step step or change a step. And I just feel like if you have a better flow, um, everything will run more smoothly, you know, like you just have a routine. Yeah, totally. And then those days when you're like, not, you know, not maybe not 
your presence isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, then, you know, you know what you're doing. You're just, it's like muscle memory. You just go right into it. Which is interesting because in the facial world, that's what they teach you. You go to esthetician school and they teach you these steps. It's like, Mm -hmm. you do this, then you do this, then you do this massage. So you kind of have that in that world, but in the lashing world, there's not really, there's not like a system in place for like Mm -hmm. how you should be doing it. Yeah. Um, which is maybe why I liked it, but, um, and then I would just say leading your appointments. So like you want to be in charge, mm-hmm. but maybe let your clients think that they're in charge, right? Like, cause they are in charge, but you can't let your clients walk all over you. So it goes back to, you know, like a lot of questions about like raising prices, cancellation policies. It's when it comes down to those things, you're in charge and right. they're on your website. And guess what? Go to the website, check it out. Um, I talked, I think I talked about that a little bit yesterday. I was like, your social media should be like fun marketing, inviting somebody in. Ooh, yeah. I want to book a a call call with them, or I want to book a facial, or I want to buy a product from them. And then your website is like the same, but it also has those like not so fun things like cancellation policies, frequently asked questions, um, booking fees. Right. And so you don't need to disappoint somebody by being like flashing it all over social media like mm-hmm. this is my cancellation policy. You better show up. It's like, go read it on my website, yeah, which yeah, is another totally. reason why you should have a website. And a lot of you guys do not have websites. So I'm just going to plug it right now. I don't go want to be salesy, but since the pandemic, I've always been, I've always designed my own websites until recently. I had help with designing parts of my website, but I like, I'm really into creating websites. I love it. So I've been doing that since the pandemic. And then like recently have ramped it up since I've kind of like changed directions in my business. So if this is something that you feel like you need, you need a website, you, you, maybe your, yours currently is like not where you want it to be. I know the beauty industry and like, and Abby knows it cause she's with me and I know what needs to be on a website. I know how it needs to look aesthetically. I know what pictures you need to have in place. Like I've got that dialed in. And so if you need help with this, or you, you are looking for a website, email us. Um, should we have them email you first? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we'll, we'll have you guys email Abby. It's hello at dearlashlove.com. And she would just have you fill out a form. And just, you could kind of be like, this is what I need. This is what I want. Then we'd probably pass it off to me. And I would mm-hmm. like jump in. Cause I love personally chatting with you guys, but a lot of you guys are like, Oh, I need a website. I don't really know where to start. And I will say my pricing is very budget friendly. I really want to support the beauty industry. I know that like, you know, sometimes I look at packages that people are putting out there and I'm like, Whoa, that's insane. Yeah. You know? And it's a big commitment. So I totally get that. But I will say that you know, when I'm designing with someone, I'm like with you every step of the way, I don't just give you a website and then like peace out on you. Like you can email me, we can chat, whatever. So, um, that's something I do differently or offer on top of my coaching calls. And the coaching calls are like all dialed in on the website. They they're all broken down into categories. So if you need help with any part of your business, I got you and Abby's got you too. I got you too. I think that there was such a need for that in our industry just to have nothing fancy. We're not like, you know, these like business coaches that are going to, I don't know. There's just, they're what I offer, I think is something different. You just need an ear to listen 
You need like eyes to see, you need someone to hold your hand. You need someone to hold you accountable. Maybe you're just like so confused about an employee situation you're going through, or you need to find a new place to rent, or you need like help with your social media. And you're like, I just am burnt out. Like that's what I'm here for. So yeah. Someone who's been there. Yeah. 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 And I really enjoy it. I love like my one-on-ones with people is it's my favorite. So anyway, okay. But back to other tips is, you know, cheesy, but being on time, like be early because I really think your days you're set up for success. If you're showing up early and you're like getting yourself prepared and you just never want to make your clients wait. You really don't. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get into, I always love shouting you guys out and there's some really good, um, tips that other women in the industry had. So I'm going to plug them. And then Abby, I need you to remind me who the, they are. So do you have a pen and a paper like near you, or you could text me the Instagram my, handles hold on, I have my page, just uh, so I can like, make sure that I tag everyone. Cause I think it's so cool when, I don't know, for me, I'd be like stoked if somebody shouted me out on a podcast or like a blog. So I'm trying to do that more. Cause I want to include, you know, you guys in what's happening and what I'm creating. I love a little shout out. Okay. I got my pink legal pad here ready to go. Um, also it's like, I get so burnt out on my own tips that I love other people's and other people don't necessarily have a platform like I do. And so I want to be able to just like share the love. So I had asked people, you know, like, what are some of your tips for client retention and just like keeping your clients. And there were so many good ones. Um, Noria underscore lashes said, when I realized this, it was truly liberating. I was always very insecure about my technique and never felt good enough. Well, as time passes, I realize that my loyal clients don't stay because of how good or bad my technique is. My style is not like most pictures on IG, but it's what my clients want with a wink face. And I like that, but they stay because they like me. They enjoy our conversations, the way I treat them. And my room is a safe space for them. I, so I think what she was saying was like, I had written a post saying like, it's not always about the technique. And I really believe that because I've always said this, I'm, I'm a good lash artist. I wouldn't say I'm phenomenal. Like, and I'm comparing, I am comparing myself to like the most amazing lash artist you've seen lash work. It's incredible. Right. Yeah. I mean, my lashes looked pretty good when you did them. I'll just say. (laughs) Yes. No. And, and, but my style is different. It's very low key. Mm -hmm. It's very different from what I've seen. Very different. But my clients just trusted me and that's, they wanted whatever I was getting. So that's what I think she was referencing, but I love that. Um, Yeah. Somebody else, oh, Sarah dot Sansbury said, be yourself. There's so many talented beauty pros, but only one, you treat your clients like family while keeping your boundaries. They will get attached to you and be your client for life. I love that one as well. There's so many, so many good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to scroll through. Let's see. Oh, bear Arizona said my social media presence on stories helps clients feel like they know me before even booking an appointment. I think that is an it factor quality to make people feel like they're coming to visit a friend they haven't yet met. I love when people walk in and say, I feel like I already know you. I'm like, yes, B I T C H (laughs) sit down and let's do it. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Wait, hold on. Am I, are we not allowed to swear on this podcast. I don't I know. I've already I, dropped a few F-bombs. I know. I think when I upload it, it says like, is it explicit? But I remember iTunes would like, I don't, I don't really know. I'm okay, I'll reel it in. Do I want to drop some F-bombs? I do, <laughs> but like, 
I'm trying not to. I'm so no, bad. So I will please do. Myself. Well, you know me, not on the pod. Like we all, everybody's listening knows I love an F bomb. Oh God. Um, yeah. But I love Bear Arizona's. Like that is the thing is like, it's inviting people in that haven't met you yet. Mm-hmm. And that's why you show up on social because yeah, you can get clients. So why not show up? It's just like showing up at your, at your studio. Yeah. I think there's something you said about like creating a virtual Mm -hmm. treatment room so that like they get a sense before they even book. I know you've been saying it a lot, but it's so true. And I think that's like essentially what she's saying too, is like, you know, it's like a sneak peek. It's like, yeah, yeah, like they, they get a sense of what, what you're like and what you'll offer them. Right. And they'll be like, Oh, I think that she's cool. I want to go get a facial with her Mm -hmm. a a little closer to your mic. Yeah. Okay. That's better. So Abby's as monotone, if not more monotone with me than me, which I didn't think was possible. Oh my gosh. It's um, so bad guys. I'm, I'm sorry, very monotone right now because I've have like chronic, I've never dealt with allergies in my life, but now I feel like I'm constantly congested. Um, so I sound extra, extra Courtney K today. Yeah. Um, okay. This one's really good. SD life Katrina. This is the last one I'm going to share. See it, say it. If a client comes to you for any services and something looks off or they walk out of your treatment room and it was potentially something you did say it and show them what you're talking about. I hate surprises and clients do also, especially if it's with waxing or facials and it's noticeable. I love this because how many times we've all, we're all guilty of this. Have you done something? And you're like, Oh, like uh... I maybe shouldn't have tweezed that one hair or did I, or you see like remnants of a face mask, you know, and you're like, do I wipe it off? So see it, say it like, Mm -hmm. just say it, you know, or you point out like, okay, just want to let you know, this brow is already, it's a little bit thinner in this spot. So we need to let it grow in here, or I'm going to have to make this one a little bit thinner to match your other one. So I'm just letting you know that like, this is what it's going to be in the meantime. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's important. Uh, when I met with Kelly Baker, she did that with my brow. She's like, I never do this, but I think I need to make this brow a little bit thinner. And I was like, do your thing. Obviously mm-hmm. you're a brow queen. Oh yeah. So, um, I just think those tips were so great. Um, anything yeah, else that you all could, good. yeah. Anything else that you can think of? No, I mean, those were so good. And I think, yeah, it just comes back to that, to that honesty and that trust is so essential. Also, I'm going to be vain dressing cute. Yeah. It didn't matter what stage of my business I was in when I was working for someone else, when I was renting a room, when I owned my own business, my, and maybe cause I've always been very into fashion, but like when I woke up, it was like the first thing in my mind, it was, what am I going to wear? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing it for myself for confidence. Like I'm wearing a blazer today and do I need to be wearing a blazer? No, but I feel like I'm more put together. So, mm-hmm. uh, you weren't around for the blazer movement, Abby, but like years ago it's like, I was big on the blazer thing and, you know, mm-hmm. everybody jumped on board. Like let's wear blazers to work. Cause like why not? Right. Like, yeah, you don't have to be working at, you know, I don't know. You don't have to be the CEO of target to, to wear a blazer, anybody yeah. wear a blazer. Yeah. Um, so I think just showing up and looking cute. And that's why I'd actually created the tea club is that I was mm-hmm. like, well, a, a shirt, a t-shirt's the easiest thing to put on, but then, you know, are you going to wear the same shirt every, you know, every couple, like over and over and over again for like three months now, right. So right. The tea club. Um, which now side note is a quarterly subscription. If you guys aren't aware. So the next one is going to be shipping out. 
Abby? Uh, June. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be shipping out in June. So I'm actually personally excited about that because I got really burnt out on the tea club and I was like running out of idea, not even running out of ideas. I just didn't feel like I could catch up. I felt like the moment we had dropped one, it was like, okay, on to the next one. And I'm like, wait, I didn't even give this one a moment. So it was a really hard decision, but like a great decision to be like, you know what? I want to enjoy the tea club and like, let's do it like a seasonal, uh, quarterly. Yeah. And I think they're, they're going to be so much more intentional now that I think they're, they're going to be, I think it's going to be really good. Just, I think the teas are going to be great. I'm really excited about it. Also, I mean, look, it's about as budget friendly as you can get 25 bucks a month, but it's even more budget friendly now. Cause now you're just $25 every three months, three months. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, if you guys want to, you know, sign up and you're a lash artist, like it's just a fun way to like throw something on and not have to worry about it. You can wear it with jeans, you know, Mm -hmm. trousers, whatever you want on the weekends. But I will say it's definitely a conversation starter. People are always like, what does your shirt say? (laughs) Yeah. They're so unique. It's fun. Sorry. Can't talk. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, I think those are great tips. Like for anyone who's just starting out, anyone who's been in the industry for a long time, like you can never, you can never stop, uh, being a better version of yourself. And, um, I just, I love these tips and I love what you shared as well, but just to wrap it up, um, a few resources for anyone listening, who's an esthetician, a lash artist, you're in the beauty industry. It doesn't really matter. All everything we talk about is like very general, right? Like you can mm-hmm. be in any industry and take my tips and apply them into your life and your business. But, uh, we've been leaning a lot towards like digital resources, which I'm a big fan of. And so if you go to the website, there's, of course you can shop dear lash love, which is like clothing. And we're doing a new collection soon. We've been doing some skincare teas. So it's going to be really fun. We're going to be doing something different that we haven't done before. So excited for this collection. We haven't done a collection in a really long time. Um, because I had a baby, so, you know, uh, no big deal, Yeah, but the the ne- next one was okay so you can shop then there's digital resources so the main one is a social media guide it will walk you through everything that i know about social media start to finish it's like 40 pages and it's just very simple tips things to think about ways to plan your content uh it's a no pressure guide so it's not do not feel like you're going to order this guide and be like very overwhelmed it's very cute it's branded very cute it's an instant download. I really wanted to do digital because the whole point of digital is there's no inventory. Okay. So I talked about that a few weeks ago on the podcast, no inventory is key. And I'm also all about education and I really want to be doing things that are more educational for you guys. So we have that guide that we spent a lot of time on. It's beautiful. Abby helped me with it, which thank you, Abby. Oh, of course. And, um, and then we have like random things. We've got a content calendar available. We've got IG story, like, um, like an IG story pack. So these are good. So useful. Yeah. These are good for your stories. If you need like marketing little graphics, say like how to book with you or, you know, what products you have. I love making these for people so we can do those for you. And what other one do we have? Oh, IG highlights. So you're like Mm -hmm, highlights, the covers below your profile, the little covers, I can make those for you. And then we've got, of course, consulting and like my coaching calls. So it's pretty much anything you could ever need book Mm -hmm. a call with me. If you're, even if you're not sure, just book the call. And 
if you really want to like ask questions, you can always email one of us. I'd say do that over like a DM because DMs sometimes I don't check them. Honestly, it's a little, they get lost. Yeah. So, um, that's the best way to contact either of us. And my email is in my bio. And then what are some other things? Oh, we've got really great like codes and affiliate links, which, you know, I make a small percentage, but like the codes are really to benefit you. So we've got like some from image skincare. We've got a 15% off. We've got Mm -hmm. one for SoCal beauty one for, um, who else do we have? Oh, ASCP. So like your insurance, there's a whole list. So yeah, stuff you'll actually use (laughs) stuff you'll use. Yeah. On the website, scroll all the way down to codes and affiliates, and you'll find like a bunch of links, but, um, I think that's it. Uh, lastly, I would say like, I always love when you guys share that you're listening to the podcast in your stories, or if you just share something from my feed that you found helpful, it's just a way to get, you know, my business out there to like, you know, some more people see it. So just a great way to share. And then, um, write us a review. I don't really like plug writing reviews. Cause I just like forget truthfully. And this is really something that I just do not for fun, but kind of for fun. So yeah. But like reviews are a bonus and just spread the word. Abby, do you have anything? Anything for me to plug? Um, no, I mean, we're going to be doing our group calls more frequently. So oh, yeah. be on the lookout for that. Yeah. We're um, going to do another group social a lot of media fun. call. Yeah. I think we're going to do potentially June 6th. Yeah. So keep that in write your mind. Write it down. Monday morning and then Monday evening. Cause I want to give you guys both. Like I want the mornings and the nights available for you guys. So stay tuned for that. I've got 5% battery on my laptop, of course. Um, but I think what's that quote that you had said earlier? I think we should wrap up the episode oh, with a quote, which one I gave from you so sex many quotes. One. Oh, from sex in the city. Yeah. Everything it. with me always goes back to sex in the city, but the quote was you can have it all. You might just have to change what it looks like. I love that. And yeah. it's so true. Like you really can't have it all. It's just like, look, I think look within. It might look differently than you originally thought. Yeah. 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 And just like, be happy with where you're at, wherever sure. that is. So, well, this was fabulous. This was fabulous. <laughs> Amazing. I'm yeah. ready to get out of this freaking man cave. This yeah. Is ridiculous. I got to get it. Not my vibe. You. Oh my um, God. Okay guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.